0: Build October 20th, 2021, Union fans, five games left in the MLS regular season. Good evening. This is the Philadelphia Union pregame show presented by Giraffe Sportsbook. I am one of your hosts here, Sean Brace, back in the studio. We'll be joined by Joe Tanzi in just a second, but... We got ourselves an interesting ball game this evening, and it's taking place in Minnesota. We don't take on many Western Conference opponents, so this is extremely intriguing. And uh, the yeah. last time that they were able to face off against Minnesota United was a long time ago. All the way back in 2019, I believe, was the last time these two teams faced off. So, not really knowing each other too well, Joe. And Joe Tanzi joins me now in the Dr. Glad Regrow Your Hairline. Joe? Yeah, this is an interesting spot. I mean, Minnesota's playing for a playoff spot right now as they currently sit seventh in the Western Conference standings. And as I said, five games left. Of course, with the East and the West, there's still plenty of movement that can take place. Tonight's a big night in the MLS. But talk about Minnesota United and the fact that these two teams really don't know each other all that much.
1: You're right. You want to blast in the past. The last time the Union played at Allianz Field, uh, against Minnesota United over two years ago, Austin trustee scored the game winning goal in the 86th minute. And I remember that. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. There, there's it's that goal. Um, the Jack Elliott goal in San Jose, they stick out for mm-hmm. some reason because they're defenders scoring important goals. And I, I, for like the entire day, I was like, wait a second. I know who scored that game. winner. Somebody <laughs> unusual." that's why I remember it. And it was, it was one of the, the rare Austin trustee goals. Um, Yeah, Harris-Madunian scored in that game as well. Uh, It's a completely different Union team from then. But, yeah, with the way the schedule has been the last two years, look, 2020, because of the pandemic, we had these regionalized schedules where the Union didn't even see the teams in the Eastern Conference Mm -hmm. much uh, outside of New England because I believe that's who they only played New England last year. And then this year, they're playing Eastern Conference teams, but, again, because of how everything's working with travel and, and Everything and whatnot. You have two Western Conference opponents. The Union has played one already. They played the Portland Timbers uh, back a few months ago, and now they have Minnesota United ahead in, in this at the start of this five-game stretch to end the season. And look, every game is so important because of how the schedule is this year. It's not like these games are spread out. The opponents are spread out. No, everything is is pretty much a six-pointer in the Eastern Conference and and the Union will dive back into that on Saturday against Nashville in a game that uh, you and I have already started talking about, and we're going to continue because it is the biggest game of the season. But before you get to that point, pickle up a road point in Minnesota is pretty big tonight. Uh, any point, really, at this stage of the season is important, but with only two home games left, they, they didn't take too much advantage uh, of that home stretch because, uh, Champions League was still in the middle of it in August. But now that you have, let, let's be honest, a weaker schedule than you expected to have in the closing stretch, you got to take advantage of it. Look, they can beat Minnesota, they can beat Toronto, and all of a sudden New York City FC is struggling. Yeah, I get it, Yankee Stadium has been a house of horrors for the Union, but those are, are three games on the road starting tonight where you have – a little bit of an advantage, and you can actually make a case for them to win on top of them beating Cincinnati and on top of them beating, hopefully, Nashville on Saturday. So it's a very manageable five-game stretch. When the the schedule came out, it wasn't looking that way, let's be honest, because Toronto was supposed to be up there. NYC was supposed to be in the top three. They were for a, a good part of the season. Now they've dropped off. So the points are absolutely there for the taking to the Union. Um, And and as much as the other night, uh, sorry, the other afternoon, Saturday, could be viewed as two points dropped, it's still picking up points on the road. And if you look back now, the last three road games, three of the last four they've played overall, they've gotten Mm points, and that's important any point matters at this stage in
0: the season. Yeah. In fact, in fact, uh, unbeaten in their last six straight contests dating all the way back to September the third. That was the last time they lost against the New England Revolution. Hopefully getting a- another crack against the Revolution coming up here in the MLS playoffs. Things are looking good for the union right now, Joe. Definitely one of the hotter teams in the MLS as we just discussed that streak that they're on right now. Uh, besides the you know the the just keep winning and getting the point on the road and all that what else are you looking for tonight uh, is there a certain type of performance and again we'll get into the starting 11 here we'll of course hit on some of the guys that are still hurt some of the guys that are filling in um uh, including Matt free so we got a lot to discuss here in the pregame show but what else are you looking for from the Philadelphia Union's perspective besides just picking up that point or coming away with all three points tonight Daniel
1: it plain and simple, um, we could overcomplicate it and give you formations, and we can talk about tactics. Um, and we can talk about one-on-one matchups. You know, we can do that for thirty minutes, but let's be real with ourselves here. Daniel Gauthier has another starting opportunity. He was benched for pa- Paxton Aronson last uh, on Saturday against Montreal. He needs to have a good performance tonight. The Union need him in some capacity down the stretch and in the postseason. Putting him in this uh, double-ten formation with, with Jamiro Montero tonight uh, potentially sets him up well. Yeah, um, that's the one unknown about this lineup right now. We know what the Union are going to get to so the goal with Andre Blake. The defense is, is one of the best in the league. Kasper Shabilko, he's a streaky number nine. It's what he is, and right now he's in a nice run of form. And you know what you're getting from the central midfielders. It feels like we, we've talked about this, I don't know, five or six years now. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. What are you getting from the number 10 position? What are you getting from the, the players that are there? And Daniel Gosdeg was signed to be that guy. You need to see more out of him, plain and simple. That's what I'm looking for tonight.
0: Absolutely. You know what? Let's get into starting 11 because I already tripped up on myself. I apologize. Andre Blake is getting to start this evening. This is why I leave the starting 11 up to Tansy. All right. This is why I try not to step over on his toes, because you know, most of the times I'm going to fall flat on my face. I apologize. I must have read something wrong a little bit earlier today. However, Joe, starting 11 comes out, and, and we're talking Christmas already. What's going on there? Give us a starting 11,
1: please. Yeah, Jim Curtin stuffed the Christmas tree on the plane to Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, so it's a it's a four three two one. It's something we've seen, uh, I think it was against D.C. United, uh, earlier on this season. It's a, a tactical tweak. Um, it's not really anything completely different from what the union can typically throw out there because uh, this can really go in a different, in a few different ways uh, based off of how the game goes. But uh, no real surprises. In the lineup, Andre Blake returns from his, uh, the injury he picked up uh, while on international duty with Jamaica. He is a net. Matt Freeze back to the bench, and then you have your regular back line, Wagner, Elliott, Klesnes, Baizo, one of the best defenses in the league. I don't think there's going to be a lot of uh, Defender of the Year votes for either Jack Elliott or Jacob Klesnes. I think they kind of are, are together as one as a unit, but, look, one of them absolutely deserves some votes. They've been playing fantastic soccer all season. Uh, Jose Martinez in the defensive midfield role. If we're looking at this from the 4-3-2-1, the Leon Flock and Alejandro Medoya are directly alongside him in what we're calling defensive midfield roles, but I think we're going to be, see a little more of a fluid midfield tonight. Jamiro Montero, Daniel Gazdag in these dual number 10 positions, and Casper Shibuko up top. The bench is Fries, Harriel, Finley, Bueno, McGlynn, Sullivan, Aronson, Fontana, Dago, nothing new there.
0: The reason
1: why you look at this formation and kind of why it was necessitated from the, from the coaching staff is the health help of the force. Like Sergio Santos was listed as questionable, uh, did not make the, the game day roster. Corey Burke listed as out. Uh, both of them are, are working back towards fitness, but do you really want to risk them on a cold, rainy night in Minnesota? Uh, in a game that, let's be honest, is the least important of the five left in the schedule? No, you don't want to do that. You want to do something sensible, and that's what Jim Curtin's doing. Uh, he's putting his experienced players out there first. Totally get that. Uh, and depending on how the game goes, then you bring in McGlinn, Sullivan, Aaronson like you have in, in previous road games. So uh, I understand the thinking behind it. I don't know if the application of the formation uh, ends up benefiting the union, but it's something to try with one true healthy striker because uh, we know Mateo Sabo, from what Jim Curtin said on, on Monday that there are guys ahead of him right now uh, and that's very clear of who they are and you know, these are guys that, like Aronson, Sullivan and McGlinn, who've been ahead of a lot of people on the bench for most of the season so uh, it, it's a good formation doesn't totally mess up what the union likes to do uh, and I think you'll see some alterations as well uh, depending on how this game goes
0: once again, Joe Tanzi, Sean Brace here with you. It's the Philadelphia Union Pre-Game Show presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Kickoff coming up at 8 o'clock. We'll hand things off to JP and Danny on the call. Looking forward to tonight's game versus Minnesota United. Last time out in the pitch for Minnesota, they were able to come away with a, a road victory at Austin FC on Saturday. Uh one to nothing. And uh, for the flip side, the Philadelphia Union, last time out in the pitch for them, they were up on the road in Montreal, had a 2-1 to lead. And lost it late, 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 late. Was that the ninety fourth minute? How late was that, Joe?
1: Ninety fifth, yeah. yeah. It 95th, feels so yeah. weird to be talking about Austin F C because we're just the Western Conference just feels like such a foreign concept. It feels like almost a a completely right? different league this year, doesn't it?
0: It does. It feels old school like Major League Baseball back in the day where there was yeah. no uh, you know, the the the, 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 the cross leagues, uh interleague yeah, play.
1: It either, it was like either right before interleague play or right as it started. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, who are these? I kind of like it. These?
0: I kind of like it. I do.
1: I I like it because the East plays everybody, but I also don't like it because I feel like I've been just completely detached from the Western Conference. True. And, and we are missing out, Austin.
0: like good teams. Like you know, I would like to see what Austin looks like. I would like to play against the Galaxy at, at LAFC, so and so forth. So you're right. I don't know. I, maybe one year on, maybe one year off. Maybe we can find that happy medium. I don't know. <laughs> Hit up Don. You got his number? Yeah,
1: it, it's yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird thing. I don't I don't have Don's number yet. <laughs> that, I, I might have I might have like.
0: You can you get know, Don's know. number if you need to get in touch I, with Mr. Garvey. You know you can.
1: I don't think he makes the schedule. I think a computer makes that.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's got I no – I'm sure he doesn't think, have any say in that.
1: I think maybe the schedule was was Don's job back in, like, '93. okay. <laughs> when he had to
0: do, like, six jobs at once. <laughs> All right, well, let's get on over to DraftKings Sportsbook and check out what the odds are. You and I were talking about this game, I believe, yesterday and a little on Monday, I want to say. Anyways, uh, they were at plus 275, not down to plus 230, the Philadelphia Union on the road this evening at Minnesota United. Minnesota United on the flip side, plus 120. You can always get that draw, three-way action coming in at plus 250. So the number coming down from 275 down to 230, says to you what? Uh, to me, I think you know the Union backers finally got the app in front of them, money coming in. Mm-hmm. Union are definitely the better team, as you can go ahead and take a look at the schedule and just look at what's happened over the last couple weeks. Absolutely, the Union are the better team here, but it is a road game. It's a, it's at 8 o'clock at night in Minnesota. Minnesota needs this game for playoff potential as well. Not going to be easy, but what's your read on the numbers so far, Joe? So yeah,
1: road game. Typically, unless you're like New England or Seattle facing like a, a complete mismatch, road teams are, are going to be dogs in MLS, It's just how it works with, with how results usually go. Um, I, I think it's corrected itself, the proper number. Uh, for tonight's game, 275 was incredibly high mm-hmm. uh, for the team <coughs> of the Indians caliber. Plus 230 is, is fairly acceptable. Um, but with that, tons your props as well. There are no union players listed beneath plus 200 to score a goal tonight. So if, if you look at that setup and, or if you look at Minnesota's defense or, or whatever it may be in this game, you want to take a chance on, on, um, on players to score. I mean, usually we see Kasper Shabilko probably anywhere between even money and plus 150. I mean, he's a plus 210 tonight. So I think there's some value if you believe they'll get the best of the elements up in Minnesota uh, and, and there will be goals, and, and look, sometimes it's, it usually kind of goes two two ways with no happy medium. Usually it's either, oh, it's a scoreless game and, and really boring and no one wants to play in it, or everybody's up for it and there's like some crazy game. 1-1 one, one doesn't happen in weather like this up in Minnesota, so uh, I'm interested to see how it goes. Uh, I don't think it'll be open because of the way the Union defense plays, but uh, we've seen Stranger Things,
0: right? Absolutely. Twelve games happening in the MLS. On the other side, we'll go ahead and hit that scoreboard and talk about who Nashville has uh, on their uh, schedule this evening and maybe some other Eastern Conference uh, teams that uh, have the Union's attention or the Union have their attention. Let's put it that way. Only two teams in front of them at this point in time. With that big game coming up on Saturday, also want to know if Joe thinks that there's enough op- a possibility of the team looking ahead. We'll do all that, plus continue to go over the props, Official predictions, so much more. Don't move. The Philadelphia Union pregame show, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, is back after this. Shout out to our guy, Mister Jared Nisley, doing a big, uh, a bang up job. Excuse me, over on our socials. Get involved. at Fox PHL gambler at Fox PHL gambler. Love to hear your official prediction, a player to watch, your thoughts in general as the Philadelphia Union are coming down the home stretch of this MLS irregular season. Only five matches left, including tonight against Minnesota United. For all you night owls out there, be sure to stay with us past the game as the post game show follows immediately after the game. And we'll have Kevin Kincaid from crossingbroad.com and Joe Tanzi joining me, uh, at, immediately following the game, hopefully talking about a Philadelphia Union victory. Joe Tanzi joining me again on the Dr. Glatt regrow your hairline. Joe, let's go ahead and get over to Minnesota side. Things and give us a starting 11 for Minnesota United, please.
1: Yeah, Minnesota with Tyler Miller, a Jersey kid in goal. Uh, I believe he went to Bishop Eustis before he went out to Northwestern, draft pick of the Seattle Sounders back in the day. So he's there, he's their number one. Uh, you have Gasper, Debossi, Boxel, and Metnir in the back. Uh, Will Trapp, uh, remember him from the Columbus crew. Uh, yeah, he's in Minnesota now in defensive midfield with Sonny Dodson, one of the. The better young American midfielders uh, playing in MLS. Uh, Fran Japan, Finley on the flanks of this 4-2-3-1. The most important player in this Minnesota lineup is Emmanuel Reynoso. their are number 10. You have who at, at their forward position up top. But this team lives and breathes through Reynoso. Jim Curtin, uh, who typically gives praise to either – a coach or an opposing star player in his midweek press conferences um, was very complimentary of of Reynoso and what he brings to this Minnesota side. So this is a a big test. Usually you and I are talking about the the opposing striker Mm -hmm. and what he brings to the field and how Glesmiss and Elliott can stop him. The matchup tonight, hands down, is how the union contained Reynoso's chance creation. uh, And that lies not solely on Jose Martinez, He's going to have a big role in whatever happens tonight.
0: But he's up for that challenge. You know darn well he is. Reynoso is plus 290 to score any time on DraftKings Sportsbook. We don't want to ask that question. We'll just, we'll but leave he, it up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we'll
0: leave more, it up for he's interpretation.
1: He's more <laughs> of a, I guess, the, the comparison to, you know, just because we see him a lot more in the Eastern Conference, uh, he's built in the Carlos Heel type of chance creator okay. like uh, for the Revs. Uh, he's not going to score you an abundance of goals, but his assist total is going to be remarkably high. I believe it's got the exact number of games he finished the regular season with an assist last year, but it's, I believe it's in the 8-10 range uh, for Minnesota. He's a very, very strong chance creator. So uh, think of it that way. If you haven't seen Minnesota United play that much, uh, he's going to have the, the similar type impact as a Carlos Hill would uh, with the Reds, and I think that's probably the the best comparison I can make in the East, and, and a team we've seen uh, many times.
0: Joe, I have to ask you this question, just because it's a big picture item, and then we'll get into our official predictions, and we'll fire up that DraftKings sports book. Um, but with this huge game on the horizon at home on Saturday. Your thoughts on a possible letdown spot for the Union this evening? Maybe looking ahead, not focusing on on the task at hand this game in Minnesota, sloppy track, tough place to play, all that good stuff. Your thoughts on possibly looking past tonight's opponent?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, uh, It's a huge look-ahead spot. Huge. Um, Especially with the, the stakes of that Nashville game ahead. Now, look, Nashville at Columbus at home tonight at eight thirty, so we'll know probably around halftime of, of that game where it stands. You would think Nashville wins that. So if you're the Union and you're looking at the Eastern Conference standings and you're two points back, you, you probably need a point tonight. Uh, I know Jim Curtin will have them them focused. Yeah. And, and look, I think the. The concern we have, I guess, in, in terms of look-ahead spots this season, pretty much all come down to Champions League and the games that took place in between um, the early Champions League games, the, the quarters and, and the uh, the round of 16. And the, let's be honest, it was a distraction uh, as the Club America games got closer. So I think the team mentally is kind of, it prepare, is prepared for this, and it is going to leave Saturday in the rear view for now. Um, and I think with the way this team is set up to tonight, uh, you're not looking ahead to Saturday at all. Uh, you have Jose Martinez in, you have Montero and Gasdag in. To me, that signals put the experienced players in, go for at least a point, possibly a win. Um, and make sure that everybody's ready to go for Saturday. So I think it's, um, on paper, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I just think that the, the dynamic inside the locker room is too strong, and I think they're going to be able to kind of put that in on the side for
0: now. Plus you have to look at this lineup that they're rolling out there this evening. Joe's or uh, yeah, Joe, Joe's not pulling, he's not holding anything
1: back either, but
0: uh, Jim Curtin isn't holding anything yeah. back with this lineup. They're definitely going after it. So, I uh, I don't think that they're you know, I think they're going to be focused on this spot tonight. And uh, of course, Minnesota, they're, they're out there to win as well. So, it's not going to be an easy game <laughs> as we just saw what happened in Montreal on Saturday as we just had victory ripped from the palms of our hand late in the game there in <laughs> Ninety fifth minute. Hopefully that is not the case this evening. Alright, DraftKings Sportsbook it is. Fire it up. Use braces the promo code. Once again, Brace as the promo code. Let them know you're listening to the pregame show right here on The Gambler. Once again, Philadelphia Union, money coming in. Down to plus 220. United plus 125. We got the draw factor at plus 245. All lead off, Joe. Because I did a little Philly special wager. As Joe and I were discussing a little earlier. There's just not enough TVs tonight with the Sixers, the Flyers, the Union, playoff baseball. Go, Braves. What? Uh, we got Coastal Carolina. Thank
1: you thank you for that mental support. There you go. <laughs> uh, I, I, have, I have no
0: hope in that. No, I, I wouldn't either at this point in time, especially after yesterday. Coastal Carolina, App State. Am I missing anything? We, we, bottom line is I need about nine monitors in this studio. I don't have it. That's all right. We got the Philadelphia Union. We got Minnesota United. So, Joe, let's go ahead. I'll start with you. Let me know your thoughts here. Are we looking at a game that's going to be a little bit low? Are we looking at a game that's we're gonna see a bunch of goals scored here? Sloppy track. I know I said I was going first. I lied. I'm coming to you first. I want to hear your thoughts and I'll go off of you.
1: Um I'm mean willing draw for tonight.
0: Ooh, plus two forty five.
1: Uh, yeah, look, I don't I don't think that's the ideal spot, knowing that Nashville probably picks up three points against Columbus and that puts Saturday out of reach, at least in terms of a, a direct um, leaping over them and probably pull them with, within one point. Um, I, just, I, I see a draw here. I, I think the, the defense is going to be strong enough like it, it typically is. Um Reynos is just such a good player with Minnesota, where I think he does create one or two um, significant chances. Um, I'm going to say 1-1. One, one. I think it's going to be a, a pretty tight game, not too many errors. Um, as much as there is two number 10s in the field for the Union, I think it's gonna be a little more of a conservative approach and, and maybe Montero drops back uh, a little bit deeper and, and uh talks about the alterations in this formation where you can easily switch this back to a diamond and have Gosdag play as the second striker and, and drip uh dip Montero to the ten and and rearrange it that way. And I think you'll you'll see that in some capacity tonight. So I'll say draw, I'll say one one. Uh, I'll be on the little little bit of the conservative side tonight. Um Give me Ethan Finley for Minnesota United, the former crew winger. Give me him at plus two thirty. And uh I don't want to be boring. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say Montero at plus four hundred. I mean Montero Ooh. and Finley a one one draw. All
0: right. Uh I don't I mind almost
1: said, I almost I almost said, said Gazdag, but that's too far of a stretch. Yeah.
0: I don't mind it. I don't mind it. And um I'm going to go over the one and a half. That's my favorite play this evening. I think the Union scored twice tonight. So over one and of a a 155. That's my favorite play. I got Casper uh scoring a goal. I got a two to one victory by your Philadelphia Union. I'm going Casper plus 210. So I am going boring there. That's all right. And then you know what? Let's spice it up a little bit. And uh, give me somebody from that back line because those boys are hot these days so um oh man you know what Mbizo. Oh,
1: oh, oh, oh give
0: me Mbizo.
1: you just went to the bottom of the odds
0: Mbizo <laughs> finds the back of the net at plus thirty five eighty time
1: let's go union I, if bizo scores tonight we're gonna, we're gonna go on a couples date to like a, a Brazilian steakhouse. <laughs> yes, the four the four of us are gonna go out for a nice dinner. You have to find a uh, find a babysitter for for a night. Done. We'll go out and you can celebrate those winnings at plus thirty five hundred. I I hope you actually bet that.
0: I did, and twenty dollars pays out seven ten. I just threw it in right now. So it pays out seven, Seven seven twenty plus thirty five. I'm in on Mumbai, I'm already in on the plus one fifty five or over one and a half. Let's see some fireworks tonight, and we'll talk about it on the post game show. Joe, always a pleasure. Enjoy the game, sir. I'll talk to you after the game.
1: That'll be a nice steak dinner and probably two full bottles of wine, nice wine. Too.
0: Done. Done. There he is, Joe Tanzi. Give him a follow, JTanzi90. Make sure you follow us over on our socials, at FoxPHLGambler, at FoxPHLGambler. Enjoy the game as we're going to hand things off right now uh, for the official call, and it'll be JP and Danny on the call. Enjoy the game, everyone. Make sure you stay tuned. For the post-game show, Kevin K., Joe Tanzi, and myself will join you, hopefully talking about a Philadelphia Union victory.
1: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com.